15 lines from the bottom. First word on the line is Ka. In the middle of the line is Mar. That's where we will pick up. Marzutra and Rav Ada Saba, they were the sons, the B'nai of their father, who was Rav Muri Bar Isser. Now, I guess Rav Muri Bar Isser had recently passed away. And Palig Nechsaihu Bahadi Hadadi. So the two sons um, were splitting up the estate. Also, Lakame de Ravashi. I circled Ravashi, and they came with the following question to Rav Ashi. Amrule. It takes about four lines to develop this question. They said to Ravashi, when the Pasuk says regarding testimony, Alpi Shnayim Edim, that's the Pasuk, connector Amarachmana, what's the reason you have the two Edim there? Is it Di'iboi Lemahader, Loimatsi Hadri Bahu? Is it so that if the two parties who are making some sort of agreement, if one of them wants to back out, they're not able to back out. And by the way, we've never had any arguments. We would never back out with each other, and therefore we wouldn't need the witnesses. Odilma, I squiggle underline the Odilma, or maybe no. The two witnesses are there is because like the split itself is not official unless there's two witnesses. Lomikaimi Milsa, the matter isn't established. Elabisahadi, unless you have witnesses, in which case we would need witnesses. Well, Amr Lahu says Ravashi back to them, that witnesses, or basically the concept of witnesses exists um, for those who try to deny things and say that it wasn't, and that's why I have witnesses, and essentially I think Ravashi is telling them, if you guys trust each other, you do not need to have witnesses. Period. Amr Abaye, I underlined Abaye, I call this number one. Four lines later, Abaye's name again, I underlined it, that's number two. And on the bottom line, right where it juts out under the Rashi, there's another Abaye, I underlined that, Abaye is number three. Abaye is going to tell us three things, basically all along the same lines. Here's the first, Amr Abaye. Amr Echad, if some guy, uh, one witness comes up to him and says, Hey buddy, hey Bob, Achalta Chalif, I was there, I saw you, you what you ate, that, that was... Chaylev, that was forbidden. Vahalan, what does Bob do? Shoisek, he's totally silent. Neeman, we give believability to the testimony of that one witness, and uh, Bob would have to now bring a korban. He'd have to go into the mikdash and bring a korban. Vitana tuna, and the tanatad, a Tanaic source, goes for about a line and a half. That on the other hand, Amr if someone tells Bob, hey Bob, quote, achalta chaylev, end quote, vahala amar, and Bob says, what are you talking about? Lo achalti. Putter, then Bob would be putter from being a korban. Okay, so what do we see from these two things? Connector says the Gemara, time Adam loy. The reason why Bob is putter is because he said no. Kamahat ishtik. If he would have remained silent, mehemin he that one witness would be believed, and Bob would bring a korban. Kam of Amar Abaye. We underline Abaye's name. This is the second Abaye called the number two. Another similar case. Amar Echad. One witness comes along to Bob and says, "Hey Bob." Um, I saw nitzmu tahiraisecha. The things you were trying to keep tahor, they became tame. The halan. What is Bob's response? Shaisei doesn't say anything. Naman, we believe that one witness, and those things are going to be uh, tame. Vitanatuna. We have a Tanaic source, a line and a half. We'll box it off. Uh, it says that in a similar case, if Eidechad Oimer, uh, one witness comes up to Bob and says nitzmu uh, kama vhalamar, and Bob says back uh, lo. Uh, Macy, then Potter, or the gears on the inside margin is Tahor. Bottom line, we do not believe the one witness. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Why do we not believe this one witness? Time Adam are low, because Bob himself said, no, it didn't happen. 
if he was silent, then just like what we had seen Abayi said earlier, Mehemen, he would be believed, the one witness. Come of Amar Abaye, a third Abaye. We underline his name in number three. Let's say one witness comes up to a person, owns an animal, let's say he owns a uh, ox, and he says, Oh, by the way, Shorchan Yerba, um, your uh, shore, your ox was uh, the, uh, it was, was bestialized, whatever that word is. Some human being had relations with it, and like you would never be able to offer it as a carbon anymore. What's Bob's response when he hears that? Vahala Shoisik, he's silent. Neman, we believe the. Uh, yes, another one and a half lines in eighth source we have uh, taught by the uh, Mishnah teacher. If you have a animal that uh, had a uh, human being had relations uh, with the animal, or Shehemis, this animal uh, killed another person, colon, al pi eid echad, o al pi habailim, and the way we know it is because there was one witness who uh, saw uh, the incident in question, or the uh, owner themselves, Neman, there'd be believability. That's the end of the Tanaic source, comma, connector. Now, hi, al piedecha, that we just said one line earlier in the Tanaic source. Hey, Chidami, what does it mean there was one witness? Colon. E, I squiggle underline the word E, E, modu bailim. If the bailim agree, the one witness said that's what happened, the bailim agree, well, hi, al bailim. That would be the same case as the bailim saying that that happened. Ella lav, rather, I squiggle underline the word Ella, it must be de shasik. There was silence on the part of the bailim. All three cases, you see, like Abai had said, that if an Eid Echad comes and gives some information to Bob, and Bob remains silent, we believe the Eid Echad. Why did we need all three Abayas to teach us essentially what seems to be the same thing, Vitzricha, it's necessary. Now the Gemara is going to go through, over the next five, six lines, why each one was necessary to teach De'i, I double underline the word De'i. De'i Ashminan Hachamaisa, if we would have heard the first Din of Abaye. If not for the fact that Bob himself realized that, yeah, he probably did. He didn't realize it at the time, but then he realized, thinks back and says, I'm pretty sure that I did eat that chaylev, just like that witness said. What is the result of it? He has to bring a carbon. And therefore, to bring a carbon into the base, something this, you got to be pretty sure that, that it, what, what happened actually happened. And therefore, since Chulun Ba'azara, Lai Havei Maisi, there's no way he's going to bring a carbon if it ends up that he didn't have to bring the carbon, which is Chulun Ba'azara, which is a big iser. That's if you would have heard the first Abai, Aval. If what the one witness is coming and tapping Bob on the shoulder and telling him is Nitmuhu Tayrasecha, all that uh, food that you have that you keep being Torah is actually Tame. What's Bob going to think to himself? Maymar, Amrinan, Haide Shasik, we could figure that that which Bob remained silent when he was told that, to suffer Chazalibi made two Masai. It's not like there's anything terrible, horrible, total loss about that. He's able to just save that food, that produce, till days that he is Tome, and it would be totally fine, and therefore maybe his silence would not be viewed as an admission. V'i Ashminan, I double underline the word V'i, if we were told, ha, the second Abaye, comma, I would have thought that the reason why, when Bob's quiet, we believe the Eid Echad, or we go with what he said, is Mishum Dekam Mafsid Lebi Me because still, I don't know, we'll assume Bob is tar most of the time, he's not going to be able to get uh, uh, eat any of this produce when he's tar. Kama Aval Shoiroi Nirba, if what he's told is that his, uh, his ox, um, had, someone had bestiality with it, uh, if that's the correct way of saying it, Maymar Amr, you know, Bob will figure, 
Okay, fine. Like, I'm not happy about that, but I'm not going to bring it as a carbon. Who said I'm going to bring that as a carbon? Kol hashvarim, all oxen. Lav legabim is kaimi. They're not going to be necessarily carbon. So it wouldn't be any skin off his back, and maybe his silence was not an admission. Therefore, tzricha. Period. Ibai lehu. The Gemara asks a question which will more or less preoccupy us, at least the concepts of it, till uh, almost the end of Amad Beis. Um, I underline the question, five words. Ishtay zinsa be'eid echad. Mahu. One witness comes, says, uh, Sir, uh, Bob, I'm sorry to tell you, uh, your wife had relations with some other man, um, and Bob remains silent. What do we say in that case, Mahu? Well, Amar Abaye, seemingly this is Abaye going, well, we've heard him say over and over again, Naman, we believe that one witness, if there's a silence of the uh, Negev Adavar. Whereas Rava, who we circled, Amar, Enoi Naman. No, 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 we don't give believability to that witness. Why? Because this issue is an issue erva-related. Havedavar shebe erva, whether his wife is uh, an adulterer and forbidden to him, or uh, not and permitted to him, the whole concept of a davar shebe erva, changing the status of something, cannot have pachis mishnayim, less than two kosher witnesses, and we don't have that over here. Amar I put a diamond around the mina with a number one in the margin. Eight lines later, first word on the line is abaye. The next three words are mina I put a diamond around that with a number two in the margin. So we're going to have two um, attempts that abaye is going to make to prove his point. And uh, literally on the first three words of the Amud Beis, mina I put a diamond around that. And if you look at the last words on Amad Aleph, it's Rava saying, where does he know what he says? So Abayi says Naman, Rava says Eino Naman, and now each one is going to uh, give us support for what they said. So here's the first, Amar Abayi. Minam from where is that which I said that there'll be a Namanus? And here's a case. Tehahu Samya Dava Mesadamas There was a blind person, often a um, person loses the ability of one of their senses, their other senses are much better. The, the, the job that this blind man had was he would arrange Tanaic sources when they were um, oral still, uh, in the presence of Shmuel. It was an expert uh, brysa. Yumachat uh, one day, so whatever time I used to come to Shmuel, let's say at 9 o'clock in the morning, it's now 9.15, 9.30, and he's not there, he delayed. So what did Shmuel do? Shadar shlicha basrei. Shmuel sent a shaliach to find this uh, blind man and like see what was going on. Where was he? Well, Adaz shliach bechado orcha. While the shliach was going, let's say in, in one route to get to this blind person's house, asaihu bechada. The blind person was coming another route to get to Shmuel. Okay, so the blind person did show up, and then the shliach showed up, and the shliach. Oh boy, did he have an earful for Shmuel? Kiasa shliach amar the shliach reported. Well, I got to that blind man's house, and he wasn't there, but his wife was there, and there was another guy there, and she was uh, having an adulterous affair with him. So what do we have? We have a uh, Eid Echad, who had said that his wife was a Mizana. So they um, came to uh, Shmuel, and, and Shmuel said to uh, the blind person that uh, this is what we're going to, uh, the Psak is. Amarlei. Colon, if the fellow who reported this is believed to you, Zil Afka, then you're going to have to divorce your wife. Elo, and if he's not believed to you, Loitafik, you do not have to divorce your wife. Okay, that's what Shmuel said. My love, so should we not say, what does it mean if he's believed to you? The believability is that he's not a scoundrel, he's not a liar, he's not a thief. 
Should we not say that? And if that is the case, that would be a proof that Aid Echad would be believed um, if he comes to report to a man that his man was unfaithful, that his wife was unfaithful. Okay, Verava, I know in Rava's name, question mark, what would Rava's response to this be? Because Rava insists that ain't no Naaman. Rava would say no. What Shmuel meant when he said to the blind man was, if he's believed to you, is not if he's believed to you that he's not a liar, rather, if this fellow is so trustworthy to you that you would trust him like two witnesses, then Zilafka, then divorce your wife, and if not, Laitifka, and that does not go against uh, Rava's basic principle of a typical Eidechad is not believed. V'amar I don't know if this is in response to the first one or alternatively, uh, we underline it by his name, from where is that which I said, that a aid echad with the baldavar being shaisik, we give believability to that, where would I know that from, says Abayi, de Sanya. This price, it goes down and down and down till four lines before the end of the Amud. It once happened with uh, King Yanai. He was uh, from the Kohanim of the Hashmonai family, and he was ruling as king of the uh, Jewish people during the Second Temple period. Shahalach le Kuchlis Shemimidbar. He once went to that place in the uh, Judean desert, Kuchlis, and I guess there was enemies uh, over there. And what did he do? Kivesham Shishim Krachim. He conquered 60 villages. Ubechazarasai. Upon his return from his uh, victorious military excursion, he was very, very happy. He invited all of the chachamim, uh, all the wise men, and said to them, As we know from Tanakh itself, that uh, he said our, our great-great-great-grandparents, a few hundred years ago, ate, uh, they didn't have much, they ate salty uh, food, um, when they were building the Bayis Rishon, um, they had uh, not much money, and it wasn't uh, so easy for them. Af anu meluchem, so let us too eat uh, salty food. Zecher lavaisenu, in memory of uh, the mesirus nefesh of our great great grandparents. The helu meluchem al shulchanoi, so they brought uh, salty things. Shelzav uh, on golden tables vachlu, and they all dined together. Vahayasham echad. And there was one fellow there, a um, very problematic fellow. He was an Ish Leitz, Levra Ublial. Those are all uh, quite uh, negative terms. He was a scoffer, an evil-intentioned person who had no restraint. What was his name? Elazar ben Poirashmoy. That was his name. Well, he called over King Yana. He says, All these rabbis here, they're phony. They're really not with you. They don't like you. Libam shall prushim. The prushim were the uh, Torah scholars, the Rabbanan. Uh, it's really, they're, they're not with you. They actually hate you, and they're not really happy with your success. Okay, says the king. Uma e'ese. Well, that's what you're saying. Well, how would I know if that was the case? That was really true. So suggests um, this Elazar to the king. Hakem lehem betzitz shebein einecha. You know what? Uh, you're a Kohen, you claim you're a Kohen, you can wear the tzitz, why don't you put the tzitz on? And of course the tzitz was the forehead plate that the Kohen Gadol would wear and had the name of Hashem and like anyone who was there when somebody was wearing it would have to stand up. So uh, make them all stand up by putting the tzitz on. Okay, that's what he did. Hakim lahem bitzit shebein enav. Now when he did that, um, the rabbis were probably squirming because there was an issue of whether his lineage, Yanai, was as a kosher Kohen or whether it was a halal. There was a 
interesting call him a zakin, an, an elderly individual uh, in the crowd of the rabbis, and Yehuda ben Gedidya Shmoy, that was his name. He says to King Yanai, Yanai um, Rav Lach Keser Malchus. It's more than enough for you, the crown of kingship. He was the king. Hanech Keser Kahuna Lazare Shel Aroin. Leave the crown of priesthood for the descendants of Aaron. Now, he might have had a father who was a Kohen, but Shahayu Oimim. They used to say, or I guess before they looked into it and investigated it with some sort of lack of clarity, that Ima, Yanai's mother, had actually been nishbeis with Modi'in. She had been taken captive in Modi'in. And that's why the, uh, the, 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 the Rabbana and the rabbinical establishment uh, used to say that he really shouldn't be a uh, Kohen. He's basically, um, if his mother was taken captive and his father might have been a Kohen, but that makes him a halal and a halal uh, is not really supposed to serve. Now, it seems like uh, Yanai was very, I don't know, he didn't know about this, wasn't sure, wanted to clarify. I underlined four words, So they looked into it, and the truth is that it didn't happen. Oh boy, so they, uh, they went different ways, and they separated from each other, and there was a lot of anger and uh, bad feelings and uh, wrath going on. This piece of uh, let's just call him uh, not fine individual Midos, he, again, is going to go whisper into the king's ear. He says to Liana Melech, Liana Melech, Hedrod should be Israel, just a regular person in Israel, if he had been accused of, like, uh, having a uh, bad lineage, uh, w- w- that would, like, th- th- that would be his judgment, nothing would happen, but Atta Melech, you're the king, and the Kohen Gadol, you should be furious! Umayyah says, Yanai, to this uh, Elazar, well then, what should I do? Well, says Elazar ben Poyire, Imatashemele, it's also, if you're going to listen to my advice, rhyme same. Basically, trample them. In other words, like, you know, round up all the rabbis and kill them. Okay, says Yanai, but what's going to be with the Torah? Aren't they the ones who are the keepers of the Torah? Torah Answers back this evil piece of garbage. Hare Krucho Munachas Bekeren Zavis. Don't worry about the Torah. It's rolled up. It's placed in the holy arcs or in the corner. Anyone who wants to come and learn can go to the uh, Library of Congress and pull out a book and then learn from that book. Now, the Gemara can't even hold itself back. It has to Gemara interruption in the middle of this long brisa. I put brackets in over here. Amrav Nachum Bar Yitzchak. What should Yanni of Melech said back to that? Well, he didn't, but what should he have said, and why did he not say? You know why he didn't respond to that? There was a, there was a, a an injection of, of heresy that came into uh, King Yanai's uh, line of thought. What he should have said back to this uh, Elazar uh, character was, yeah, that's fine as far as the written Torah. But what about the Torah? That was totally in the hands of the uh, Chachamim. But he didn't. That's the end of the Gemara interruption. Miyad v'totzis hara ayadei lazer ben pa'ira. V'totzis is it like sprouted forth the the horrible, terrible uh, result of uh, this advice of lazer ben pa'ira. The yahar gu kol chachma yisrael, and uh, the vast majority of all the rabbanan were executed on King Yanai's orders. V'haya ilam mishdaimim, and the world at that time was very desolate. Ad sheba until at some point in the future came along. The great Shimon ben Shetach, 
who happened to maybe be able to hide from that because he was uh, King Yanai's wife's brother. In other words, Yanai's brother-in-law, the Hichser Asatarliyashin. And Shimon Shetach was one of those great leaders that we have throughout history who was able to re-establish the uh, greatness of Torah to its previous state. Okay, that's the end of a very, very long b'risa. Hey, Chidami, back to what we were discussing. What's the, the case that they had, uh, uh, like Yanai's mother was taken captive before, Ilema Esquiglon, and Ilema Debetre Amri Ishtaboy. That what happened is that two witnesses said, oh no, she was taken captive. She indeed was. Ubetre Amri, Lo Ishtaboy, and two other witnesses were saying, she was not taken captive. Well, then why would that establish Yanai as being okay? My chazis de samchesahani, what would you see to rely on these, the ones that say that she was not? Smaich ahani, rely on the other ones that said that she was taken captive. In other words, how would the Bryce be able to say that they couldn't find any evidence? Ella, rather, it must be a case. I squeal under the Ella. There was one witness who came and said this. That his mother was taken captive. And the reason apparently is because there were two witnesses that were found afterwards that went against him, said differently. The Diuk would be halav hachi, but if not for two witnesses coming against him, he would be believed. Okay, and that would be like a bai that there would be believability to an Eidechad. Kama virava. We understand Rava's name. Question mark. What would Rava's response to this be? Because Rava's response, Rava's opinion is that uh, one witness is not Neeman. We have uh, two answers that Rava gives. Answer A. Lailam Trevitre. Said no, really, there were two witnesses who said she was taken captive and another two witnesses. Ukid Amaravacha Barav Minyumi Beide Hazama. The second pair of witnesses weren't telling a different story about what happened. They were saying the first set of witnesses couldn't have known what they were talking about because at the time and place they claimed the thing happened, they were actually with claims the second pair of witnesses with us in a totally different place. B is that what's going on here? Rava would tell you is that true she was taken captive, but shortly after whatever connections uh, people had, Shifcha they replaced her before she there was any opportunity to have the uh, the kidnappers uh, have her in Yichud. They uh, they sort of switched her out with an, another woman who was a uh, shivcha. Period. Amar Rava. Okay, now Rava's turn to uh, prove his point that a uh, uh, if you had one aid and the negebedaver was shosek, there would not be nem on this. Amar Rava minaminala. It's not. If a mission is actually might just be a. Maybe a brisa. Uh, it goes from here, almost halfway down the Yomud. First word line is Kepayrish Minachayim. That's the end of this Tanaic source. Uh, it says this Tanaic source. Amar Rebbe Shimon. Maisa once happened. Bemegura shel diskim beyavna. Megura is there was a pool, a, a body, a pool of water in a, a place called Diskim, or the person who owned it was Diskim in the city of Yavna. It was basically used as a mikvah. The assumption was it had 40 saw, it obviously at some point had 40 saw in it. Um, and they measured it, I don't know if they measured it periodically or for whatever reason, and Oh my goodness, when Nimtzis Chasera turned out that it had less than 40 saw. Now, a kosher mikvah to be kosher has to have 40 saw of water in it. This turned out it had less. So, what happens with all the people who dunked in it uh, recently and all the kalim? What do we do with that? So, Kol Tahara Shanasu Al Gaba, 
anything that was made tahar through it. Hayah Reb Tarfan, we boxed Reb Tarfan mitahar. Reb Tarfan said, ooh, it should be that everything would be tahor, like from now on, of course. No, but anything previously, whereas Rabbi Akiva, who we boxed, mitameh. Rabbi Akiva would say that any people who dunked in there uh, recently or any kalim that were dunked in there recently would be tameh. And now, for the rest of the Tanakh source, we're going to have a back and forth between Reb Tarfan and Rabbi Akiva. Ama Reb Tarfan, I know Reb Tarfan, this is sort of like the kishkas of a uh, of a of a Tanaic discussion of of how you deal with a case. So says Reb Tarfan. Well, mikvah zeis. Quickly underline the word mikvah. Mikvah zeh becheskas shalim. I dot underline cheskas shalim. The last known absolute status of this mikvah was that it was shalim. It had forty saw in it. Becheskas shalim oimid. Now we're not sure at what point it went from. 40 saw to less. Mi suffolk, and therefore based on the suffolk, you're trying to say that it had been chaser. Well, you can say like from now on, it'll be not a good mikvah until we fix it, but don't say retroactively that it would be uh, no good. I'm Rabbi Kiva, I'm Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva says, okay, but look at it from this perspective. There's a person or a kli that's being dunked in the mikvah. Adam, I squiggle under the word Adam, becheskas tame, and dadan len cheskas tame, either the person who was about to dunk in the mikvah or the kli that was about to be put in the mikvah was known to be tame, who I made. Now, what do you want to do? Misafek, because we're not sure, was it a good mikvah or not? Atabalatara, you want to say that that person, let's say three hours ago or that kli six hours ago is going to be tahor? Altitarenu misafek, who says you should make it tar? Keep it in its previous last known state of absolute clarity, which is that it's tame. Kama, I'm Reb Tarfin. I underline Reb Tarfin. Reb Tarfin says, well, I'll give you a mashal. Mashal, imagine you have a Kohen, and he's in the middle of doing avod. He's actually on the Mizbeach doing uh, some avoda. Venoida shehu ben grusha. I squiggle underline ben grusha. And I actually put an arrow in the margin pointing down. And it becomes known that uh, actually his mother, his birth mother, had previously been divorced, or ben chalutza, or had previously been chalitza, which would make him a sort of a problematic uh, person to be doing avoda. Well, what do we say about the avoda he had done previously? Shavoy dasik shera. That, like, it was uh, kosher, he, what he had done up until now. Uh, in the future, he shouldn't do avoda, but it would be kosher. That's um, Rabbi Tarfin's proof that what had happened previously, we'll assume it was okay. I'm a Rabbi Akiva, and on Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says, well, I'll give you another mashal. How about this? Same thing, you have a Kohen, he's doing avoda mezbeach. V'noida shehu, and I squiggle underline these two words, ba'al mum. And then it becomes known that he's actually got a blemish, a type of blemish that would make it that a Kohen should not be doing the avoda in the mikdash. Sha'avoida, so what would we say about his avoda? It is psula. Okay, whose turn is it now? Amar, Rebbe Tarfin, I know Rebbe Tarfin. Rebbe Tarfin says, uh, well, we got two things we could compare it to here. Atta, you, Dimisa, compared it to a Balmum, Vani, and I, Dimisi, Leben Grusha, Ben Chalutza. Kama, Nira, Lami, Doima. So let's figure out which one it's the closest comparison to. E Doima, Leben Grusha, Ben Chalutza, then Nidoinenu, Kemen Grusha, Ben Chalutza. E Doima, Le Balmum, Nidoinenu, Le Balmum. Okay, so uh, he basically puts the ball back in Rabbi Kiva's court to compare those two possibilities and see which one is closer. So, Hischel, Rabbi Akiva, I underline Hischel, Rabbi Akiva, Ladun. See the brilliance of Rabbi Akiva coming out over here. Um, mikvah, psuloi biyachid. A mikvah, and by the way, we have another arrow in the margin pointing down over here, it's 
becomes puzzle be yachid. If one person tells us it's puzzle, there's believability. Ubal mum suloi be yachid. I dot underline that. Actually, double dot underline that. A bal mum also is suloi be yachid. If one person comes along and says that, hey, Bob Cohn's a bal mum, he's believed. Now, we'll explain that a little bit further when we get on. Al let not uh, shed any light on this issue a ben gusha ben chalutza, which that's only psuloi be shnayim. You need to have two people testifying about that. Davaracher, alternatively, continues Rabbi Akiva, squiggling on the Davaracher. Mikva psuloi be gufoi. There's something wrong with the mikva itself, like it doesn't have 40 saw. Abalmum psuloi be gufoi. It's on the gufa of the person, there's that blemish. Va'al yoichich, and don't bring in a status issue of ben gusha ben chalutza, and that's postling, not the mikvah itself or the person itself, it's because of what someone else did. What's Reb Tarvin's response? Oh, Amar le Reb Tarvin, Akiva, kol anyone who distances themselves from you and, and your clarity of thought and Torah and logic, is like a person would be pulling themselves away from life itself. Seems like Reb Tarfin wholeheartedly agreed with the Rebbe Akiva approach. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Okay, now we're bringing this in for a reason. I actually put a long point marking in the margin going down about another five lines because until we get to the point, which is what Rava brought this in to prove his point that if you have an Eid Echad and the Baldavra is Shaisek, that that Eid is not believed. So let's analyze some of this uh, Brisa. Hi. I put four words in phrase marking, Balmum Shepsuloi Beyochid. That was brought up above, where you had a person's a Balmum, and we said, uh, even one person can testify regarding a Balmum Shepsuloi Beyochid. Hey, dummy, what exactly is the case? Colon. E, I squiggle, underline the word E, E, Dika, Machish, Lay. If the Kohen says to the Erechad, no, you're wrong, me, Mehemin, would we believe the witness? Ella, I squiggle on the Ella, it must be De Shasik. It's where he remained silent. So one witness came and said something. The Kohen himself remained silent. Kama connector. In the parallel case, when it came to, if the Kohen was being accused of his mother, uh, his birth mother had previously been a Grusha uh, Chalutza, de Shasik. Also, it must be that she's remaining silent. Vikatani, and the above Brysa said very clearly, here's a quote from the above Brysa, Mikvah. Psuloi Ubalmum And what did we say about the Ben Gush Ben Chalutz issue, the status issue? The Al Ben Gush Ben My double underline Bishnaim, and that's exactly Rava's point. That if it's Shnaim, okay, fine, we'll go with it. But if it was only an Eid Echad, Okay, now we turn the tables on Abaye, and what would Abaye say to this? Vabaye, we underline Abaye's name. Abaye Amar, La'ilam, Dekamachishle. Oh no, what's going on over here is that the Kohen is saying against the Eid Echad, and that which you had said, well, am I Mehemin? Why in the world would we believe the Eid Echad? Because a mum is something that's very easy to clarify. To Amarle, the Eid Echad could say to the Kohen, oh listen, we'll go into a back room and we'll have the rabbis check you. I'm telling you, there's a mum there. Shlach Achvi. Literally, Shlach is like, uh, remove, remove your clothes and show it and we'll see whether there's a mum or not. And Hainu de Katani, that's what we mean in the above Tanaic source when we said there's a two line quote from the above Tanaic source. Mikvah psuloi begufai. The mikvah, you can measure it and see is there 40 sir or not. And balmum psuloi 
Begufoi. I double underline the vav at the end of that word. And in his body, it's very clear. Like, okay, you say as a mum here, we'll check it. That's the end of the right angle. We go back to uh, two points that we had said in the above snake source. One was when the Kohen who was on the Mizbeach was doing a vote and he was being accused of being a Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza. And the other one was when he's being accused of being a Balmut. So Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza, that was the Saik Sheira. I put that in right angles, Minullen. Where do we know that if it turns out that that Kohen was a Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza, any avodah he had done previously, even like minutes ago, is going to be valid? Well, Amar Yudam Shmuel, Amar Kra. The pasuk says regarding the Kohanim, uh, the original Kohen, Aaron a Kohen and his uh, descendants, Vehaisa Loi Ulezaroi Acharav, and it should be for him. That's Aaron and his offspring, which sort of indicates any offspring after him to do the avoda Ben Zerakosher. Whether that offspring is kosher or Ben Zerapasul, whether he's pasul. Now lechatchilu, we're not going to have a Kohen who's pasul do it, but Bediavet, if he did it, it'll be okay. Kama, here's another Makarav Shmuel Amar Mahacha from here. The Pasuk at the end of uh Sefer Dvarim says, uh Bareich Hashem Chiloi Upoyel Yodov Tirtse. Hash ha, uh, Hashem should uh, bless Chiloi, which is literally like his his things or his wealth or his hosts. Upoyel Yadav and the work of his hands should be accepted. What is that work that we're saying of the Kohen that should be accepted? Afilu, the word Chelo could also be like similar to the word Chulun. Afilu Chulun Shaboy, even the Kohenim that really shouldn't be doing the Avodah Tirzeh should be acceptable. Ravyanaya, third approach, Amr Mehacha says from here, uh, the Pasuk says, Uvasa el Hakayen, Asher Bayamimahem. And if you have an issue, so take it to the Kohen in those days. Really? Who do you think you're going to go discuss the issue with? Would you think he's going to go some sort of a seance or talk? Like, of course, the Kohen is going to go to discuss the issue, whatever the issue is, is going to be in his days. What do we mean in his days? This must be a case of where it was okay and then he became halal, and that's what you got in those days. Period. We had also set up above that a Baal Mum, if it turns out he was a Baal Mum, that the avoda that he had done would be possible. Uh Right angles, Baal Mum does a psula. End of the right angles, Minolan, question mark. Well, where would we know that from? That if a Baal Mum does avoda, the avoda that was done is invalid. Amar Vudamar Shmuel, Damar Kra, says the Pasuk, Lachain Emor, Hinani Noisein Loyas Brisi Shalim. So say to him, like to the Kohen, um, Behold, saith the Lord, I give him my covenant of. Peace. Now the word shalom we're going to darshan to mean kishuhu shalom when he's complete, meaning blemish free, below kishu chaser, and not when he is lacking or has any mumim. That's how we know the avoda is to be done even bediavid with somebody who is blemish free. Well, that's very nice that the word shalom and shalom are similar, but it doesn't say shalom. It says shalom. Vaha shalom peace ksiv. I'm Rav Nachman, and with this we will conclude that. Um, that word shalom, which is it's by uh, what Pinchas did, uh, Pinchas and Zimri, the vav of shalom is actually written highly unusually. Um, 99.99% of the vavs in the Torah are not written like this, but this vav is a ketiahi. It's actually the leg of the vav is cut off. It's, it's sort of like a yud, and then there's a space, and then there's some ink underneath, and, and therefore that makes it darshanable that you could darshan the word shalom as shalem, and thus our drasha. Adkan.